We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the True Faith Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst. Um, this is the first match day podcast. We've done something new for the end of the season, potentially looking to do next year. Basically, we'll be speaking to you before, during and after today's game to give people a kind of feel of the match day, what's going on. Newcastle United face Barnsley today at 12 o'clock. Ludicrously scheduled time to fit a couple of dreadful games on telly before the Premier League. Um, so it's currently quarter to nine. I'm standing here ready to get in a taxi to go pick the rest of the lads up and we will be heading to Weatherspoons in Newcastle for a breakfast and pints. I have a massive fear that 50,000 other people will be doing exactly the same thing. So let's wait and see whether that's a successful venture or not. And the day is the day that Newcastle United could win the first division title, second division title, <laughs> championship title, that's next season. Um, essentially, I'm sure you all know, but we need Aston Villa to lose, or Newcastle need a better Brighton's result, basically. I can't bring myself to want Villa to win, so I really hope that's a draw. Or I hope Villa are like winning 2-0 and concede two relay goals, just to, just to give them nothing before the season's over, because they deserve nothing. Mid-table championship side, one of the funniest things this season, Aston Villa. And what's been a pretty funny season in terms of Leeds, Gary Monk, Norwich, Alex Neal, Sunderland, and obviously, not funny, but way better than all that. Isn't Newcastle United being promoted to the Premier League at the first attempt, which is uh, quite an achievement, despite some people trying to belittle it in the media and amongst our own support. So essentially, this is what it'll be. It'll be me talking, not just me. I'm going to speak to the other lads throughout the day um, and you know, give us some feedback on how you like this podcast. You know, We did the survey recently, and there was a lot of love for how soon the podcasts came after the games, but also the need for, or people really like the fact that the podcasts are kind of more in depth when we do the longer ones a day or two later. So we're trying to find the best of both worlds and kind of talking for 15, 20 minutes after the game and then doing the longer ones, not ideal because you know you repeat yourself. But anyway, enough of us in the podcast. I'm just looking forward to a, a fantastic day to show our thanks to Newcastle United, the players who've done us proud, Rafa Benitez, who I don't even have the words for the, the things he's done for this football club and us as fans and a fan base. So um, yeah, next time we speak to you, I'll have some of the lads. So I'm in the Mile Castle now with Mickey, hey, Mickey Collin, podcast regular. Hello. Uh, done well, haven't we? John sort of a table. Um, he's fought off legions of angry blokes. They absolutely saved the day. For half an it's, hour. It's heaving in here as well. It's absolutely rammed. Um, so obviously this is going out retrospectively, so I can't put the shout out not to come to the Mile Castle because <laughs> it's too late. How are you feeling? What, what, are you, what are your thoughts about today? I'm just really happy. Like, I'm not 
I'm not really bothered about how how the day goes. Match wise, I, I don't really care that much if we win the league. Although I do secretly care, but I don't want to admit <laughs> that I care. Um, I'm just happy. I just want I just want everyone to have a nice day. Like I feel like we've we've deserved it. We've deserved a day of just enjoying the match and enjoying being out and not having to worry about the results and and whether we're going to get relegated or whether the manager's going to leave nothing like that. I just I just I'm just buzzing. I'm just really buzzing to go and, and sing and shout and have pints. Breakfast. Yeah. Here's the one for you. Do you hope Villa win today? Do I hope we're going to win? Villa. I don't know. I was I was actually talking to the taxi driver about that on the way in because um, he was a Toon fan. I was supposed to Toon fan. Um, it's hard. I don't know. I can't really decide. I hope the draw. Yeah, draw. But uh, ideal scenario, they go like three and a and half an hour, so we can enjoy it. Yeah. And then. They concede like a 96 minute equaliser where well, there's no chance of a Brighton winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just takes away that little bit of joy from them. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't deserve any, do they? No, no, not at all. Um, I wonder whether, in their mind, they're, they're more wanted Brighton not to win the league on their ground or yeah. to fuck us over. You know what? I like those fans, don't you? They're like, so consumed and obsessed by other teams on yeah. their ground. But um, I, I don't know whether. whether Obviously, obviously, we all absolutely fucking hate them. I don't know whether any of that's rubbed off on them and make them proper haters. They must have a little bit, because if, if someone hated Newcastle that much, I would be like, well, fuck you, I hate you as well. So I don't know. I, I think it'll be, be interesting to be to be in the Villa end of day and, and, and see whether, whether they want to win or not. There'll be room. There yeah. will be room. Um, you were just saying you thought you, were, you had a comment on Sunderland's result yesterday? I just yeah, I think it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like they've saved probably the best performance, although although they weren't that good, but the best performance. And is it the only away win? Have they won any? I think they've won two of us. Have they? Like for for a game that would that could have been absolutely critical, but the the fuck they're so early and been so bad all season that it didn't actually matter. So I just think it's I just think it's hysterical that. that I would much it. rather drive to Hull than Swansea next season. So I was a bit gutted about it, but then Hull work once. Yeah. I thought when we were down there in the cup, they were Arsenal's uh, yeah, fans, so um, that's quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's a prediction for today. I've, I've gone 5-0 on the bets. Um, I, I genuinely think it'll be comfortable 3, th- probably 3-0. Um, they'll not have a chance. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be like a party. I think Shelby will be pinging it left, right and centre. I think there'll be loads of little tricks. I, I genuinely think it's going to be like a carnival at the ground there. And Newcastle will, will, will comfortably, comfortably win. Thank you. So I'm um, joined now, uh, still in Milecastle. We managed to score about six free breakfasts thanks to the lads at Milecastle sponsoring the podcast. Or just dead incompetent, one of the two. Bollins um, with us. Bollins, um, what do you make of that team? Isaac Hayden playing centre back, maybe Richard. Yeah, Hayden at centre back's a little bit surprising. Um, I think you'll probably, I think you'll probably, yeah, I think, I think you'll probably do all right today though. Like, he's a good defender, he's good solid on the ball. I don't expect Barnsley to offer too much uh, going forward, so it's probably going to be a fairly easy game for him today. Yeah, Mitrovic's last performance in black and white. Do you think? Um, uh, if we get a decent bid for around ten million, then I reckon he'll be off. But judging his performances this year, is Mitrovic worth ten million? Uh, probably not. Um, so, uh, yeah, possibly. possibly. <laughs> sit on the fence. Just in case you can hear in the background, Bolland is currently being trolled by the rest of the podcast lads. So I shout and should do better. Um, Bolland, do Newcastle need to win the league today? Well, 
that it's out of their hands, isn't it? I'd, I'd like us to win the league. I've said all season that I'd like us to win the league. Um, I've got a sneaking suspicion that Villa might do us a favour. Uh, reparations for, for 08. Um, so I, I reckon we might come out of this with the title. and That's what, that's what we probably deserve over the course of the season. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I think I think I think we'll win the title today. Champion. Um, and is it you know the season? What we're going to talk about it this week or tomorrow night at yours actually? There are the the season as a whole. But have you enjoyed it? Would you consider it an enjoyable season? No. Well, so the first half, I was chatting to someone about this yesterday. The first half of the season was really fun, like going away, beating people. Obviously, went on that great run. By about February, I have to admit, I was getting a bit worn out by this league, like. I found it a massive slog. I can only imagine what the players are for, but it. Um, like just playing crap teams, watching crap football. Um, it's been. I'm ready for it to end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not come back anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good, isn't it, the way that a successful or even competently run across United should never be in the second division. Yeah. Um, you, you hope that now. I mean, actually, supposed to be here at the game today. That'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how how Rafa manages to convince him or how the club should be run moving forward. Because it's weird sat here in the last day of the season. Like, if, if, if we keep hold of Rafa, which I think we will, come fucking August, I know we're pleased it's over, but fucking hell, it's going to be some like balls, isn't it? Yeah. Making signings, going into the Premier League season with with Rafa when he is in charge, we're going to win it, man. It's that that thing we've talked about a few times as well, like winning away from home at Derby yeah it's fun but like it's not the same as winning away at Tottenham or something like that sort of buzz like winning away even at home when you beat teams like just that like it's a bit more of a thrill isn't it than just like oh like Ipswich when they turned up like uh, dead easy dead easy win it's like yeah we've won 3-0 or something but yeah Colin thank you very much so now I'm here with uh, Ryan Bell from Gallagher Flags it's uh, 20 to 12 before the kickoff against Barnsley, the crown's filling up nicely, Ryan. Uh, you've been part of Gallagher Flag since the start. Um, tell us about your weekend and how you managed to make this happen. Just this weekend, uh, we came in yesterday for about four hours. Uh, it was about 10 of them. We just prepared all the flags, made sure they were in decent working order, and then just dished them out. And uh, It's quite a lot of effort, but it's all worth it in the end. So what time did you get in yesterday? Um, we got in at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, and what, how long were you here for? Uh, Three and a half, four hours. Three and a half, four hours. So, I mean, tell us how did you drive? Did you get the bus? How did you get here? Um, I get the bus in. You got the, where do you come from? West Hall. So, how long did it take you? Well, 20 minutes. So, it's really, it's probably, you're here three and a half, four hours, probably taking about five hours out of your day on a Saturday when, when you cast a lot playing to come and sort this out. And you say it's worth it? Is it the pictures that you see? Is it the atmosphere? What makes it worth it? Maybe the atmosphere, but then when you get home after a game and you go on Twitter or whatever and you see the photos and see the praise that you're getting, it makes it all worth it, all that fun. And what do you think about next season? What what does Gallagher Flags need next season to kind of improve? It's difficult to say, obviously we'll have to speak with the rest of them and speak with the rest of the lads, see what they want, but if we just keep on the right path and keep getting fans engaged, we can only go up from here. Yeah, and I'm involved as well and I'd probably think more volunteers. If there was more wood to share this workload. It would be a hand because obviously we're putting a lot of time into it and the more volunteers we have, we can do bigger displays when it also won't take as long out of our days to set up. Ryan, thanks for your time, mate. Right.
This is Alex here, the teams are just coming out onto the pitch. We've just set to a massive surfer flag in the corner. Um, it went off the wheelie, but never mind. Lads are holding it, make sure it doesn't get taken on. Teams are going to the pitch there. Full house in James's Park. Some fucking sight. People are trying to stay off the flag. No, it needs to stay still. It needs to stay still. Keep recording for a bit, hopefully give you people all the game a sample of the atmosphere. How is? Ah, good. I know. So would have been going on. Would have been going on the leases within two minutes. Still got this. So now people are. Do we get, when, do we get, when are we bringing it back? I am doing absolutely nothing. Hold on to the corner there. Come back down. You just hide on the front here. You're not just going down here. We're taking it back. Take it back. How are you then? No worries, cheers. Cheers. I try to get the whole Gallagher Slags works, absolute chaos, but we think it's going well, there should be some good photos as I speak now, the lads are just in the huddle in the middle of the pitch. Rob Elliott running towards the Gallagher end, and we'll speak to you again at half time. It's been a good half, it's been the usual, like, you know, slow build up, keeping the ball loads, but we've had quite a few chances and with, 
with Mitro and Perez up front, the fact that we put one away is, oh. is a sign of progress. Very, I mean, where are the other end of the pitch? We're not seeing any replays. Um, looked like a really good goal. I mean, looked like it was like West Brom a couple of years ago, where behind him. Yeah, he's, he's flicked, flicked it in. He's flicked yeah, it in. Yeah. And it's, he's been, like, we've said it before on the podcast, it's been excellent the last kind of two months. Would you agree with that assessment? Or do you think I'm beating over the top? No, I mean, I think we were coming out a few weeks ago, or at least I did, that he didn't seem to do much in the first half, and in half sight, he still doesn't do that much. He's actually putting in a few challenges and, and getting a bit more involved, but at the end of the day, his, his job in the first half is to be there as an outlet when we do get a break, so he may only touch the ball ten times, and I think we've bemoaned him in seasons, well, seasons gone by, but earlier in the season, for not making much of the ten to, to twenty touches he does get, but he's finally been really clinical and, and making chances happen and finding passes, and... When he's, when he's on the ball, which is still a small amount of time, it's actually been really good. Yeah. Tell you what, there was a bit of um, disruption at the start with um, Rob Elliott punching Isaac Hayden in the head. <laughs> we think that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> it was either a punch or a knee or something. Yeah. He's taken him um, out. Paul Dunham's come and played left back and looked very accomplished. There's like a whole section of Newcastle supporters in James Park now. Turn at their mate and say, I told you he was a centre back. Yeah. I told you all along he was a centre back. Yeah, we've seen it like twice. And, yeah. But yeah. I don't know, loads of noise. I keep every noise that goes on in the stadium now. It's like, have Villa scored, have Villa scored. Right. It's, it's a surreal which day the, for which that. The Hammond and Newcastle are still, are still fine. Yeah. But there have been the, two occasions where like two someone's two taken the pace yeah. and the, the whole Gallagher end's gone up. The majority of the crowd is just refreshing their phone over and over yeah. again. And, like, for obvious reasons, but it's 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 we making a bit of a weird atmosphere. Don't want them to win. I don't we'll care. If we, if we win this game, we can just celebrate yeah, exactly. a class season. But it'd be better winning the league. But I think we're looking a little bit more balanced too. Maybe they were Haidara who, who just missed an open goal yeah. to make it to put the game to bed, which is unfortunate. I think we're looking a little bit more balanced with him at left back. Yeah, um, he certainly looks capable of playing in both halves. But yeah, no, Dummett looks well, looks comfortable at centre half. I mean, it's not like we're not under any threat. So defensively, we've had nothing to do really. Um, Callbacks having a very good game. They're getting stuck in, finding well, like, passes. I just said about during the game. We've been seeing the podcast since like 2014. In the opponent's half of the pitch, way better than yeah. the player deep. Yeah, winning the ball, their side of the halfway line is really, really helpful for the team. Winning the ball outside your own box and being stuck with it isn't. That's, that's where he's been going wrong. And yeah, more often than not, just fouling the player. He's been, he's been making box. challenges on the halfway line, winning the ball, which suddenly gives us a chance to break, which is so important. Yeah. Uh, so really positive. Yeah, good performance so far. Half time, obviously Barnes still in it. We need to put the game to bed. You know we're going to end up losing this game, but we'll see. We've been very good so far. Us two is probably our best team in black and white. Yeah, really good. Pulled off some good saves. Winter Rich is playing like as a fucking centre midfielder as usual, yeah. dropping ridiculously deep. But hopefully the the coaching staff will get him at half time and actually play it up front because there's definitely goals in this game. It's it's bit, it's bit of a shot window, isn't it? It's either trying to convince the lads that he's, he's got a role to play here or he's got to find himself a new club Aye. so he wants to get on the score sheet he wants we to get on the ball he still doesn't understand that that's right. not what Rafa wants from him but as Justin Lockwood starts talking about penalties and shite yeah, we'll leave him back at full time oh. right so it's going in Newcastle United 3 Barnsley now Newcastle have won um, Thank <laughs> you.
uh, Newcastle have who probably won the league. Bolland, thoughts on that? Probably won the league. We well, we'll have won the, the league. league. We we'll definitely won the league. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I think it's great. Like, I, 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 still, I still don't trust these refs, you know. I've said. Can I get my weird times? <laughs> so, I've said all season, I think winning the league is important, and I think today doing it, it's, it's a massive step forward for the club. It's set a precedent now. Um, you know, the bare minimum was just to get promoted. To do it as champions, I think, is exceptional. Um, it's just great, it's great. You can tell everyone around here, like, it got a bit flat in that 10 minutes where it looked yeah, like we weren't yeah. going to do it, and then as soon as we knew we were going to win it, or it looked very likely we were going to win it, the place just erupted. And so it's fantastic for the club, the fans, the players, Rafa. I think it's. Late. Mike actually was there? Yeah, Mike as well, yeah. Um, yeah, fair play to Mike for coming up for one game. Um, well done, Mike. It's a special anniversary, isn't it? As you yes, just told me. Yeah, yeah, so it's one year to the day that we're at Villa, and that basically. It was the day that we all realised that we were going down um, and they've done us a massive favour today, so... Um. I've always supported Aston Villa. I've always said they're a <laughs> lovely club. Great set of lads. Um, those poor Brighton fans are because, you know, as you allude to, it's like, we know how arseholes are the, Villa are the Villa fans are. Like, we know what those Brighton fans will have to be putting up with outside of them. But we don't care, it's hilarious. Um, how, how you don't win the league when you're seven points clear with three games to go? Um, Rafa Benitez, that's how you don't win it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no one can hear you, sorry. Well, I'll pass it on, it doesn't need to be me. Two seconds, this is the beauty of this brand new show, I'll pass it on. Oh, it's underneath my top, I'm going to keep it, Si. <laughs> no, no, Brighton are the most consistent team in the league, did you know? <laughs> Just the best team, aren't they? Just yeah. overall quality with them. They deserve it, they've earned the right to be top of the league and win the... Oh. <laughs> they haven't. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, real quick, I never thought what to say today. Jack Corbett was excellent. Perez, Perez had like a Perez had like a half an hour spell either side half time, where he was basically messy. Perez, I think the last few games, the last few weeks actually, starting to show the glimpses of the promise yeah. that we all knew he had. We've all known that he's capable of putting in performances like that. We haven't seen it for a few Massive years. Um, Massive deflection. Massive uh, deflection. Yeah, really great performance for him. Everyone. <laughs> So he's uh, pouring beer into a plant as we speak. Matt, Matt Ritchie. Plant <laughs> Ritchie. Plant Ritchie. Plant Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass it around Green Street. A little What are you making today? Are you helpers now? Unbelievable. Can't believe it. Um, what have we all been crying out for all season at home? Bloody 4-4-2 with Gail and Mitrovic up front. It bloody works. We're seeing the third goal. <laughs> what big, That's uh, all we wanted. Rob Root as well. Assist and assist. <laughs> yeah, just class. Can't believe it. I mean, a great result, 3-1 for Villa. Um, <laughs> it's a bit you weird. want to explain that? Yeah, I'll explain that. I heard, Nick, well, everyone was thinking Newcastle top of the league, thinking, right, well, we're drawing. Well. That's thinking Villa must be getting beat. Then the crowd started cheering, thinking, heard around a 2-0 Villa, 2-0 up 20 minutes. I was like, unbelievable. And then to get it to a 0-0, I was like, eh. But yeah, scenes when we scored, then Villa scored. It was... It was almost like it was. We got that third goal. Dwight Gale, best fucking celebration, celebration I've ever Brilliant. seen. Brilliant. For those who don't know, he did the going up, going down. Um, I'm so pleased he got a goal as well. You know, like yeah. celebrated. Unbelievable performance this season. We finished. We finished with 94 points, right? 94 points. Dwight Gale's made three starts since Derby. Yeah. Three. Shelby missed six games, five games, banned. And, and Rafa doesn't know the league. <laughs> Can you imagine if those three things were like? We'd be over 100 points if uh, 
everyone did fit, but uh, well, uh, that was nice. Um, <laughs> I uh, do want to pass it on. Anyone else got anything to say about the match or the day? All I've got is troll. Go on, Sai. Troll. Troll who you want. All I've got is trolling at me. Uh, playoffs are best, lads. Playoffs uh, are best. Uh, uh, that team is not worthy of promotion. <laughs> they don't deserve to be in the Premier League. What, what's that? Oh, I've won the league. Oh, <laughs> get in. That's all I've got. It's all size, Goff. Anyone else, Mick? What have I got to say? Anything, anything about anything? Just how buzzing I am. Just how buzzing you are. I'm just really, really buzzing. That's all I've really got to say. What an absolute belter. The way, the way we won it as well, to celebrate twice in the same moment is just yeah. too good to be true. Right, girls, fucking celebration. I, f- I just want to say big fuck off. And thanks thanks for the confidence from, from Sky, the BBC, all, all the national press, local press, all the dicks around us that have booed all season. All fuck off. Get in, Newcastle. I think that just about does it. So that's the True Faith podcast for this season. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this one. I have no idea how it sounds. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with a full season review. We've got about four, four or five podcasts for the rest of the week. But just well done, Matt Benitez. Well done, Newcastle United. We're dead proud of you. And uh, I wish the season wasn't finishing. Um, I do wish the season was ending. I've had enough of the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Get us back in the Premier League as soon as possible. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Ta-da. We have one last question.